Maxi chomp chomp chomping in the background. I did take his collar off again so his little bell wouldn't ring, but he is scarfing down that food he loves so much. Um, so today, uh, we done with advice for right now until we get more submissions. Again, if you want to submit um, questions or conversations or topics, please send them DM to Dying Alone Together. Um, you can DM them to Jack Tracy Official. I'm just thinking, is it Dying Alone Podcast? Why do I never know? I never know what the name of the goddamn... I know the name of the podcast, but I never know... Oh, it's Dying Alone Podcast. So I've been telling for two weeks, Dying Alone Together. It's actually Dying Alone Podcast. So send your, your advice, and hopefully you're following, at Dying Alone Podcast or to Jack Tracy Official. Or you can email uh, a question, a concern, a topic, or leave a voice note at necessaryoutlet at gmail.com. But no advice today until I get more of those. Today, I want to talk about my recent clothes shopping. No, I'm not running out of topics. This is actually a weighty one because I have made, I've noticed, it's been kind of subconscious, but I have made a real change in how I present myself to the world. And I wonder if other people are have done this or are doing this as well. So during the pandemic, I had lost my job. And when I got a new job, it was a work-from-home job, and it was a work-from-home job regardless of whether it was a pandemic or not. So I'm work-from-home forever. So through the pandemic, the quarantine, and then now in my new life, I don't really leave my house very often. And God, do I love it. This is a life for me. That means I usually wear the same like three or four things. Uh, and then I've got gym gear. And then I've got stuff I wear when I go out and perform. And most of the stuff that is like my around the house stuff, like my t-shirt and jeans, is what I wear outside anyway. Um, so I'm actually, I'm actually looking at getting rid of nearly all of my wardrobe because I don't fucking wear it anymore. I just don't. Um... And a lot of the stuff I'm wearing right now is uh, is stuff that I've had since I lived in Hoboken. That's like 15 years ago. Still have it. Still good, still good quality too. Not these aren't tattered. So it's funny that like I, I don't know. I just don't. And I've also noticed my so for a while. Okay, my clothes, my presentation is getting way more straight hetero presenting i have found that has happened since i have achieved a level of fitness that i'm happy with i'm not gonna be on the cover of men's health we're not talking about that but like i finally feel happy with how much muscle i have you know if i diet enough how you know toned i am you know i'm just very happy oh here comes little max speaking of happy very happy with all of that. So since that point, I have been dressing a little more, I don't know, a little more conservatively, a little more, I guess, quote, masculine. What do I mean by that? Uh, I'm not really, outside of performing, I don't really, and that's kind of stopped uh, in terms of what I'm wearing for performing, uh, no more tight stuff. Like no more tight jeans, no more tight shirts. Um, it's a lot of like loose baggy jeans, t-shirts and, um, sweaters, not uh, sweaters, but like, um, um, what am I thinking of? 
sweatshirts, hoodies, lots of hoodies, and caps now as well, wearing baseball hats. I never wore hats, ever, in my whole life, and I'm wearing them nearly every day, mostly because I don't leave the house, so I don't feel the need to do my hair, and my hair's wild, so if I'm not on a music video or rare circumstance where I'm outside, I just wear a cap at the gym, running errands, around the house. I just I feel no need. So since I've started, like, I've really taken note of it. Um, and honestly, one of my recent performances, a couple of my recent performances, I showed up pretty, you know, plain Jane. And I think certain people kind of, I could see it in their eyes. They sort of clock, one person didn't even recognize me. They were like, who are, because I'm usually wearing the, you know, especially when I perform, like a there's a shirt that's got some mesh to it. You can see through it a bit or it's tight or my jeans are painted on or something like that. And there was a period of my life where that's, I mean, a long period of my life where I wore stuff like that. And I was very about going and getting my shirts fitted and making sure everything was showing off everything. And I'm really not just not doing that anymore, but actively avoiding that. And the reason is because I have achieved a certain level of fitness, that I guess other gay men find attractive, I, for the first time in my life, have been the subject of um, ogling, touching, which I've talked about before. People love to lay their hands on you without asking, um, without knowing you. And I hate it so much that I'm hiding. I hate it. I think there are people who get to a level of fitness to get this kind of attention. I hate this kind of attention. And it's funny because I've mentioned him before, but a guy that I've been seeing lately, um, he's a later in life fitness person and he hates it too. Because I think both of us are used to just kind of being ignored. And now to suddenly have this kind of attention for physicality, I hate it. I also don't think it's anything worth anything. I know plenty of super physically fit people who are terrible people and so I don't give a shit what people look like you know I just don't care about that and I hate that people value that as a as something that makes someone you know attractive or I don't know there's to me there's a difference between looking at a physically fit body and being like wow that's really fit and then being like oh my god if only oh that's what I'm looking for like I've never been that person. I'm not that person. And so when people look at me like that, it's like there have been so many instances lately, especially in performing, where it's like the only reason you're looking at me is because you think I'm attractive. I could I could be farting into this microphone. I could be screaming off key. You don't care. These could be the most vapid words. These could be shitty music. This could be great music. This could be, you know, artistry. You don't care. It doesn't matter. All you're doing is looking at me. And I've gotten that so many times in performing at gay places that I just don't perform there anymore. And I don't want to. I've really like stepped away from the gay community because I'm just sick of it. I had thought like, oh, this is like a way in because I have the goods. And if like you're looking at me because I'm attractive, I can keep you. I can keep you because like, oh, he's also really good and I like his lyrics and I like his stuff. Not the case. They're not even listening. They don't care. The majority. Almost every single person that follows me or is expresses interest in me because of 
what I do or my intelligence or my thoughtfulness or my loyalty or all of those qualities that have nothing to do with my physical appearance and everything about my artistry or my personality, those people are straight people. Those people are straight people. So I just, I kind of don't anymore. Now, there are exceptions. If you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm your friend. I'm gay. Like, yes, I've got a couple of you. But I'm talking about as a community. So, like, I don't, I I have a booking agent now. And I told her, I was like, don't book me in gay spaces because it's worthless. These places are just not for me. They're not going to follow me. They're not going to pay attention to me. They're not going to give me the kind of attention that I actually want. And it, it makes me, for a while, it was just making me feel terrible. Because, like, there were points where I was just like, I think I've said it maybe on this podcast. Why did I go to school? Why did I go to law school? Why did I go to college? Why, why did I, why do I pursue the arts? Why do I do any of this stuff? I should just go to the gym every day and go out and get on the apps and go out to the bars. And man, I'll have boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend, and uh, I will be worshipped as the superior member of our community and have a great life. That's all it takes. I could even be a Republican. I could be racist. Doesn't matter. Hot. I mean, I mean, I talked about, I know I talked about this before, but there were like, political podcasts I listen to that have gay people on it where I'm like I am 100% aligned I am as liberal as you are and then they talk about like Madison Cawthorn and they're not joking when they say like oh like I yeah let's I would totally like have sex with him still and it's like really he's an odious person and you would of course you would because we as gay people get our value our internal value from fucking the most attractive person possible because that says to us oh I have value because this super hot person fucked me it's so sad. And it's not me. It doesn't... I have had sex with some really attractive people, but I don't think I've ever gloated about it or talked about it. I don't think I've ever been like, oh my God, I slept with this super high guy. He was the hottest guy I ever slept. You know what? If I've ever done that, it's been about how big someone's dick is. Just because, not because I, I consider them impressive, but because I consider myself impressive for being able to handle it. I am a professional. Um... But yeah, I've noticed I I am dressing much differently. And I'm hiding. I'm hiding. I don't want I don't want the looks. It's funny, uh, the same guy that I've been seeing, we went out to a bar and it was he's a late in life gay, so it was our fir- his first gay bar. And my god, late in life gays. Ugh. That's what you need to look for. Untainted. Untainted. Oh, I love a late in life gay. So late in life gay, we go out. It's um, his first gay bar, and he's very attractive, and I do okay. And just just walking in there, and the looks. the And not even, like, subtle about it. Like, just staring. Thankfully, no one touched me. Well, no, some of his friends couldn't help but put their hands all over me. And it's like, hi, I know you're drunk, and you think I'm pretty, but... Don't touch me. I don't know you. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, and I, I was like, I was deeply uncomfortable. And he said, me too. It, 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 it makes me not want to go in there. I don't, I don't. Keep your eyes on your own fucking paper. I'm not here for you. 
I'm not here to to for you to fantasize about or it's so gross. So yeah, I've really noticed it. My wardrobe has really changed. Um I wouldn't be surprised also if I never stepped in another gay establishment again. This year performing in them has really like changed how I feel. And it's so funny because I remember on this podcast swiping with JJ in the past, you know, having very strong opinions where people like, I'm not, you know, I don't want someone who's in nightlife or like look or, you know, into the scene, non-scene, scene, non-scene and being very critical. It's like, that's homophobic. And it's like, Possibly. I still stand by that. But also, like, I never put it in a profile. But I am now non-seen. I wouldn't put it in a dating profile. I wouldn't, I wouldn't not date a seen person. But I am not. I, I just, I really, and it's not because of the, it's not because of like, oh, I don't like a person who's into the scene. It's I don't like being in the scene because I don't like being fucking ogled or touched without my consent. So yeah, I'm I'm new clothes to hide. It's interesting. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you look like you just left the frat. Who are you? Because I was the kid who in ninth grade, knowing I was gay, but having told very few people, like probably like two people, I was wearing leather pants and velour shirts. I was straight out of Buffy the Vampire's Lair. Like, uh, there were a lot of silver rings. There were a lot of bleached tips. Um, I think because I couldn't say I was gay or didn't feel like I could, I excreted gay <laughs> and the rest of my body screamed I was gay because I couldn't say it so I dressed certain ways and behaved certain ways and I've always felt that I've become less and less observably gay through my life as I become more and more secure in my personality and now being more less anxious about being viewed as attractive or less concerned with it and feeling just feeling attractive and not needing someone else to prove that to me uh, by being attracted to me um, has just influenced the way I present to the world. So, listen, I don't think I could ever be a sexually attracted to a woman, but I'm becoming, I'm becoming a dude, much to my surprise. And, um, yeah, partly because I don't feel the need to, to fully express. I've also felt like, I've never felt like I was someone whose personality was centered on gay. Like, I'm a professional gay and that's like the center that makes up what my whole personality is. Like, if anything, I'm a Jenna Jackson fan and Star Trek nerd first. And then after that is everything else. But I don't know. I feel like I no longer jive with people and I no longer view myself as someone who's like, everybody needs to know I'm gay. Like that's that's the, 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 the core thing about me. Not that I'm hiding it, but just it's not, I don't view it as a super important part of who I am anymore. 
that is vital for everyone to see, know, and hear. Um, it's made me consider making more content that is not gay in terms of like writing and music and this and that and just going more mainstream one because we don't consume our own content so it's not lucrative um the people i've met in that layer of the industry are pretty awful and unreliable and i'll probably find that everywhere but um i don't know i feel like i've got to start writing about straight people and straight couples and doing shows and more ambiguous music i think i've i've left the mission because it's not appreciated and no one no one gives a shit um so it's well why keep doing this if it doesn't work that's insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result so uh i think i'm becoming a lot less gay i used to resent being the token gay among straight people and i almost feel like that's where I'm returning to. Because it, it was. You know, I think a lot of us were that in high school. We were the token gay. And I remember going on a date with someone. And they were asking me about my friends. This is like 20s. And I was like mentioning all these girls. And he's like, well, what about your gay friends? I was like, oh, I don't really have any gay friends. He was like, huh, that'll change. And it did. And then I only knew gay people. And now. Now. Now I feel like I... My quota's full, and I need to diversify. Strange. Life is strange. Um, I certainly don't feel like I'm internally homophobic, even though I talk about all the time how gay people are awful. That's just an objective observation. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm really coming into my own. You know, I'm, by the time you listen to this, I think I'm a week away from 40. And... I don't know. Just a lot of things are seem to be falling into place in terms of what my life is, how I balance things, how I view things, things that no longer serve me being, you know, pushed aside. I don't know. It's interesting. Life is strange. Well, I'm going to go put on a pair of baggy jeans and a hoodie and uh, go walk the dog around the neighborhood Maybe be checked out by a few women. That'd be interesting. Uh, go to my CrossFit class. Uh, and then... Um, <laughs> write a bunch of gay music. <laughs> Still got that going for me. Uh, yeah. All right. Until next week.